0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness, what happened there? What happened there? Uh, that's right, you've joined us. It's talking nuts at Peanuts podcast. I am one of your co hosts. I am the chief. Every week I'm joined by my good buddy. It's you. Hi, I'm him. I'm Parky. How are you yeah. doing, chief? He
1: sounds like you had a few too many cigarettes this week.
0: <laughs> what happened there? Don't know. Don't know. No, I'm good. I am, I am all hearty and healthy. Can you say the same, Parkinson?
1: I, I can I can say the same. Um, it was uh, start of the football season this week, obviously. So yes. it was to the pub for a few, um, a few, few Guinnesses yesterday right. with, with a friend. It was watching, you know, the my mighty Spurs. Well, I was going to perf- say, tell well. the people
0: who your team is, and we can shed another fifty fifty listeners.
1: <laughs> the mighty Tottenham Hotspur of North London, for for those who aren't aren't in the UK. So yeah, so the mighty Spurs, the Tottenham Hot
0: Spurs. No one knows what Hot spur is, but how did they fare?
1: They drew to all, chief. They drew to all with with Brentford, um, who I have a, a quite a, quite a big soft spot for. Uh, right. There's only there's only two games a season. I want Brentford to lose, and that's yeah. um, Tottenham home and Tottenham away.
0: And you managed to get a mighty point from them.
1: We managed to get a mighty point from them, you know, with our incredibly. Big resources, yeah. <laughs> we, we we ground out a point, but the, the big, you lost your main man? He's gone. He's gone to I forget now France, Bayern Munich he, he did go to Bayern Munich. I was just trying to you know right. get him out of my mind, but yeah, he's okay. gone to Bayern Munich. Yes, for uh, yeah. But you know, we, we'll respend the, the the millions that that we've got from his sale. Yes. I'm sure on a, a whole load of donkeys and cart horses. Oh yeah, yeah, And, we'll, sure. and, and we'll finish eighth this season. <laughs> and it'll just be Standard. another another full storm. No point in watching so, the rest of the season. No, no. How was your week, Chief?
0: <laughs> well, I'm gearing up for a bit of NFL action. Preseason's on at the moment. I don't watch that junk. But um, NFL will kick off in a few weeks' time. So I'll probably watch a bit of that. Um, I'll be looking forward to some of the baseball playoffs. Tell you what I did watch. I, I very much enjoyed... That Michael Jordan last dance Netflix series, and there was another one that came out quite a while ago now, but it was around Derek Jeter, called The Captain, and it was okay. like a six or seven issue series, uh, you know, chronicling that, that dude who I I knew of Derek Jeter, obviously, you know, Yankee shortstop, but I didn't know the full history of the man. And again, much like the Michael Jordan one, it was very interesting, very interesting doc. Where did I watch that? I think it was on Now TV,
1: possibly. Oh, okay, so, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, one one to watch out for if you if you're needing a multi-part sport documentary. But yeah, we're coming into high sports season. I like to think.
1: I, I know this is yeah, this is when it all sort of kind of kicks off. I, I have been sort of like well not following the preseason, but you know, Google gives me alerts when the Buffalo Bills are yes. are playing and beat the Colts on Saturday, which was, nice. which is very nice. So nice. yeah, it's going to be another season of of them getting to the, the playoffs and then probably losing in the, oh, in the in the in the first round of the playoffs, probably to the Kansas standard. City Chiefs. Yes, Yes. But yeah, yeah um,
0: anyway. Now listen, what, this week, correct me if I'm wrong, but we are, well, no, I, I hope I haven't got it wrong. We're covering January. We're breaking into 1951 because we are covering January for comic strips of Peanuts. It's a big year. Is it?
1: Well, I don't know, actually. I completely <laughs> <Okay>. lied there. <laughs> I know, Jan- know January is a big month. Ja- January, just, just your first impressions, Chief. How's January for you?
0: Ja- um... I thought it was good there were some funny ones in here I thought it was a good good start to the year now listen quick segue hopefully the people out there have been to YouTube or the Instagram because they would have seen me and the Parkinson posted a little video up of us opening a box of peanuts trading cards
1: what a thing they were chief I've 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 really enjoyed that I've got to say I've I, I laughed a lot I think a lot of the laughing happened around the cards mostly talking about fizzy drinks and race <laughs> and cola ratings but no that, that was great I mean how cool how cool was it to, to have some of those cards I hope people yeah. can uh, to navigate their way to YouTube to see that uh yes, seven, 17 minutes of, of two of two mid 40 year olds um yeah. just getting having a whale of a time out of yeah. some peanuts playing cards
0: for sure for sure I might yeah. even get some more I'm not sure I'm on the fence but I might get some more but what I do need to know is if you've got a snack for us this week parking. Nut snacks for the show gonna eat some peanut snacks peanut snacks for the show gonna eat some peanut snacks oh yeah peanut snacks on the peanut show gonna
1: peanut show with the peanut snacks right now chief i have it's <laughs> you're laughing already um well it's a last ditch one because i'm laughing because um i bought uh before i went to see you so we we're supposed to to record this the other night hey i came yes, to see you. Correct. Uh, we we instead ate lots of pizza, yep. drank nearly two litres of Pepsi Max yep. and, then, and then opened 12 packs of playing cards each. You got it. And by the end of it, we were too knackered to, to record the podcast. And for that, I bought a, a, like a, a slim cellophane sleeve of chocolate covered peanuts from Marks and Spencer's, which were in themselves like a last ditch peanut snack dash um, while I was getting a, getting a train from uh, from London to yours. And um, yeah, it, uh, so so yeah, I, 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 ten minutes before about to record, I was like, oh, I've not, I've good grief, I thought, I've not got <laughs> a peanut snack. But then I realised I do. There's always some peanuts in the house somewhere. And uh, I didn't go, I didn't try and feign it and say, oh, I've got the Aldi peanut butter this week because I had the Lidl one the other week and, yes. and lie to the listener. So, but what? So what I've got is I've got some Bombay mix. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're joking. <laughs> Can you hear? that? Oh,
0: it's got Bombay mix because there are scant few peanuts in there, I guess. Well,
1: this is this is, this is a talking point. So, um, my partner Lucy—not the Lucy—no, of course, she uh, she's a massive fan of Bombay mix, and so she was telling me that actually some Bombay mix doesn't have pe- do not have peanuts in. Some right. do. Well, in fact, if if actually there's not all of these mixes are called Bombay mix. You get Bombay mix. You can get a London mix. You can get a Madras mix, which is quite gotcha. a spicy, spicy one. So I think I think they're all Bombay mixes, but like someone's gone out there and done a bit of um, you know branding and uh, yep, and sort yep. of kind of sold sold these things. London London mix, as you'd assume, is the sort of blandest of the mixes. Well, it's, I,
0: I I went round to my mates to do some board gaming a few weeks ago, and we we're having lunch and we had some sausages or something. He said, "Do you want a salad with that?" I said, oh, "I don't mind a bit of salad." He said, "I'll do your Croydon salad," and he basically got a packet of Pringles and a packet of roast peanuts and just poured them into a bowl. There you go, a Croydon <laughs> salad. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> this reminds me, I've got a mate, my mate called John Strathdee, John if you're listening, there's nowhere you are, but um, if you are listening, <laughs> John has the Strathdee salad and it's exactly, you go to the pub, you open up the crisps, you know, in the socialist style where you, yes. you, uh, you do it all split out so them. everyone can see it, split them, then he gets the peanuts and pours them over, Strathdee yeah. salad, and there Lucy, not the Lucy, she does a <laughs> uh, a panasar salad, her surname is panasar. so she does the panasar salad which is um, lentil crisps which have got like a scoop
0: yeah, uh, I know. A scoop, I'm familiar. Scoop yeah. mold,
1: and and uh, so she, she pours Bombay mix over the lentil chips, lentil right. crisps, and then uses a scoop to scoop up the Bombay mix. That's clever. And I tell you what, the best one you ever get is when you scoop it up, and it's like it's like ninety percent peanuts in there because you know that's just gonna yeah. be a great yeah. a great bite. So yes, I've got I've got my my, my also to justify uh, to justify the use of of Bombay mix in my snack. I was thinking about. How many of these peanut snacks are we going to have um, that are 100% peanut? Very few. I mean, there's going to be some some sketchy peanut butters out there. You know, we've only had the chocolate. Can I
0: interject here and say we can broaden that to a nut-based snack? So it doesn't have to be peanut. Can it just be nuts? Oh, I don't know about that, Chief. Well, because our podcast is called Talking Nuts. That is true. That is true. I'm saying, look, we've got to do 12 and a half years of this so we're going to need to make it not just peanuts well,
1: i think i think we need to put this to the listeners i think i think the listeners need to get in touch and say okay. and and you know will they feel cheated i mean do they feel cheated with bombay mix i hope hopefully they don't because this is a got a good number of peanuts in this yes
0: yes
1: and will they feel cheated if we you know went down like the cashew route or brazil sure yeah because okay. peanuts aren't even a nut are they really
0: no no they're not they're a legume I think <laughs> they <But> anyway <laughs> let, let, let's uh, put this to the taste test
1: okay so this is this is Aldi's they've only just started doing it this right. is Aldi's um, Bombay mix I think it's 79p for a bag it's, and it's um it's it's peanut heavy and they do have cashews in as well I won't try right. a cashew as part of this but I have brought the whole mix up I was thinking you know the other day when you had the peanut bar um, that of course was covered in chocolate it had nougat um, it had caramel in so you know yes. none of these peanut snacks aren't 100% peanuts so I thought no, you know no, Bombay mix exactly the same so in here just to say we've got peanuts we've got cashews we've got lentils um, there is and I forget the name of it now the, um, the sort of the sticks that are made of rice flour chick or chick chick flour yeah, nice. yeah. Um, and I think they're coconut flakes it's a really good mix and it's a it's a red packet um, and uh, they do too. All you do too? As you'd assume, they like to branch out. They have got the, uh, the the regular, and yeah. then they got the spicy. And I'm going to tell everyone a little trade secret here. Yes. Uh, they taste the same. Okay. Yeah, the spicy one is no spicier than the uh, the regular mix. So anyway, let's start. The peanuts have skin on, by the way, and yeah. a whole. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Okay. Can you hear me eating? Um, no. Okay. That's a good thing. <laughs> That's a good thing. So the peanuts, yes, I've got very little flavour from the Bombay baby. Oh no! <laughs>
0: oh no! Well, listen, I'm gonna take a scoop, take a scoop of like a variety of stuff and put it all in at once and tell yeah, I what. think that's that, yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: great radio this. Well, okay, now you can hear it eating, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, that crunch. Yeah, I mean that's so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These peanuts are part of a greater snack ecosystem here. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure they all complement each other
1: yeah yeah it's good salt levels i will say that yeah good just lacks a bit lacks a bit on the kind of spice not the heat spice no just the spice levels yeah um, give me a rating As a bombay mix yes As a peanut snack i'm okay. gonna give it i'm gonna give it five out of ten yes As a bombay mix i'm gonna give it four out of ten right,
0: right. okay <laughs> room, to, <laughs> room, room to improve Hey, listen, there's plenty more Bombay mixes to be had for the rest of this 12 and a half years, so don't worry about that. Yeah.
1: Next week's the Balti mix.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The listeners can't wait. Um, Okay, listen, we are here now to... Let's let's dive in to January 1951. Uh, I've got a few notes here. There's a few different things going on. Yeah. Now, I'm going to start off straight with strip the 1st of January, because... It's almost like two things going on here. Number one is, it's incredibly harsh on these kids because you get panel one, uh, you've got Patty's walking along, Charlie Brown's standing there and she says, hello, fatty, with a kind of smile on her face, which is not very nice. Panel two, here comes Shermie and he also says, hello, fatty, and then panel three, Charlie Brown's now looking down. Here comes Snoopy smiling. Panel four, Charlie Brown is just kind of almost shouting at Snoopy saying, don't say it. And snoopy's got the question mark above his head so i kind of thought yes a a incredibly harsh strip but b is there an assumption that possibly hasn't happened yet but a possibly at some point the dog is going to talk like many cartoon comic strips where the animals also can talk is this going to be another instance where a dog is going to talk um mm. Obviously, you know, later on, we'll find out the answer to that if we don't already know the answer to that. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of is it's implying that Charlie Brown has potentially heard him speak before or mm. because Snoopy also has a question mark word balloon.
1: Oh, I see where you're coming from here. So it's not just the word balloon, because t- I think Snoopy has had a word balloon previously. Yeah. Like with, with on the ice question one. mark. Yeah. yeah. But I like the fact that, yeah, I, I, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. The fact that he's saying don't say it.
0: Yeah, and also, I want to tag team this strip, not the not the, the meanness of the kids, but the fact that can, what is Snoopy's intelligence level. Fast forward to the 23rd of January, you get Charlie Brown, panel one, writing a note. He's, he's you know, bad discipline there, he's allowed Snoopy to sit on the table. Then panel two, Charlie Brown says, I'm glad that dogs can't read. Panel three, he bends down again to do more writing. A diary is a very personal thing. In panel four, Snoopy is walking away on his own, smiling with his eyes shut, as if to say, I can read that diary, you, you dumb fool. So yeah. are we led to believe that Snoopy can read and potentially talk?
1: Bizarre. Yeah. I th- I, 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 see, my thought with that was, with this one, is, like, is he going away smiling because Charlie Brown has underestimated his ability to read? Or... And this is sort of like I guess my sort of warm fuzziness uh, outlook. Yep. <laughs> has, has he read Charlie Brown's diary? And Charlie Brown's written something that's actually quite nice. And Snoopy's read it, so not only is he able to read, <laughs> yeah. he's actually been able to kind of, uh, yeah, he, he's read it and he's like, oh, that's 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 quite nice. You know, is Chuck's Chuck's got something good to say in his diary? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that's what but, that's what I kind of hoped, I guess.
0: Yeah, but interesting that uh, Charles Schultz is imbuing snoopy as a character that's almost on the same level as these kids in the fact that you know we're led to believe that possibly he, he can read or you know he is possibly going to speak or just weird weird little shenanigans that make him non-dog like yeah, So maybe his yeah. unredundantness is becoming a bit more you no know, he's be- becoming a bit more unredundant he's his redundancy le- is becoming more unredundant i don't know
1: <laughs> he's less redundant and yeah more un- more
0: unredundant yeah he's more unredundant <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, they were I, mean those two little bastards at the beginning, weren't they?
1: They, re- they yeah, they really were. I, I mean, my, I guess I I'd, I'd probably looked looking too much into this. And as you know from uh, us opening the playing cards the other day, Chief, I, look, I tried to like find look into everything a bit too much. Yes. But I, I, I wondered whether, um, and only because it's the first of January, whether there is something kind of New Year's-y about that. You know about right. sort of the, the weight thing and the uh, you know is, is he now going to go and lose weight because it's the first of January totally rubbish um, interpretation okay. and I don't think that's the point at all I think it's more just a coincidence
0: yeah yeah one yeah. thing I did know is that do not do not tell bad jokes if you ever go back in time to 1951 because if you tell a bad joke you might get punched in the face and end up in the snow uh, because that's what <laughs> happens to Charlie Brown on the 3rd of January walking along eating a snow cone and he says life is like an all-day sucker and then or no, these are lollipops, I guess. Um, mm. which they would have called suckers. Then panel two, Patty says, What do you mean, life is like an all day sucker? Panel three, Charlie Brown. Here today, gone tomorrow. And then panel four, he's just on his ass in the snow, uh, saying, I thought that was pretty good. So he's been <laughs> socked one by Patty for telling a bad gag in nineteen fifty one. Don't do it, people.
1: I actually thought that was a good gag. <laughs> I <thought that> was... <laughs> I thought that was very clever, especially yeah. for someone who. How old is he? He's four, isn't he? Did we establish? I think he's four. Oh, yeah. four yeah, yeah. This sucker's there, face down in the snow. Yeah, um, it, it's still cold in in the world of peanuts. Uh,
0: Do you still in, like his get January. up? Is it what he's wearing?
1: Yeah, every, every single time. I'm I was sort of kind of. I'm always a bit perplexed as to what what um, what determines what hat he wears because, you know, if you look on um, the 16th of the first, which is um, where he offers to shovel Patty's walk and she asks him how much would he charge to do it and he yep. says oh I don't mind I, I says oh I don't do it myself I just rent out my shovel yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. and he wears a woolly hat there um, but other times he wears a cap with a beak but with his yeah. winter get up yeah, yeah interesting choice
0: Any ones here you want to highlight
1: yeah so um, I would just on the subject of Snoopy I would like to go to the 30th of January sure Um, I don't think again it's um, it's a particularly funny one but so let's just uh the the reason why I pulled it out is because I think this is possibly the first strip where we hear Snoopy's name I can't think I can't think of a previous strip where we've we've seen the word Snoopy okay um so it starts off Charlie Brown's looking at Snoopy Snoopy's sitting looking at him smiling Charlie Brown says Snoopy let's have a race the next the next uh, panel we're off and they start running and then Snoopy's clearly outrunning Charlie Brown as anyone who's had a dog whatever size they will always outrun you but then Charlie Brown at the end says "Ah, oh, now I can eat this candy in peace um, so yeah not, it's quite a nice one not particularly funny but yeah, I just I, I pulled that one out because I think that's the first time yeah. we hear yeah. Snoopy's name. And interesting, um, just you know, just having like read around a bit about Peanuts as to have you have you um, seen anywhere as to why Snoopy is called Snoopy, I why, have not. why Chuck gives him that name? You've so done apparently, some research. I have done some research, and so so Charles Schultz, when he was growing up, they had a family dog, and the family dog was called Spike, like um, which which for Peanuts fans who have read on. Um, we'll know that Spike uh, is Snoopy's kind of desert-living brother. He lives in the, a town called Needles in California, which I think has a statue to him. Did right. we talk about this in the car? We did talk about this. Um, we, did. When we In the card So, Spike. yeah. So, um, Charles Brown had a dog called... Sorry, Charles Schultz had a, a dog called uh, Spike when they were growing up. And apparently, um, at one point, uh, Charles Schultz's mum said i think we're going to call our next dog snoopy um i don't believe that they ever did get another dog they never actually had a dog called snoopy um but yeah uh charles Schultz obviously remembering that kind of conversation uh called the dog in his strip snoopy so that's how that's how i believe the name of snoopy was born
0: interesting stuff yeah yeah yeah. now oh wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute we've been remiss parky i know you're in the midst of a big move so i'm going to (laughs) forgive you but we forgot to do a frame count
1: Oh, the frame count, of course. Have you got the stats there? I have got the stats. Of course I've got the stats, Chief. You've got the stats, people. Saved. Saved for bacon. (laughs) So where are we going this week, Chief?
0: Frame count. I'm saying Charlie Brown tops the bill for the first time ever.
1: Number one, Charlie Brown. And by by a huge amount as well. He's up, Chief. He's up to 85 frames this month. And I worked this out as a percentage so he's in seventy nine percent of frames. That's one in no, sorry, four in five uh, frames um, right. this this month. Charlie Brown is in right. incredible amount, considering yeah. only three months ago he was the least used character uh, yep. by Charles Schultz. Yep. Um, yeah, just goes to show you, very quickly this 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 uh, strip became about him. Yep. Um yep. So what? Who's your number two? Uh, Patty. Patty is chief. You're on a roll. Yep. Patty is number two. 68 frames uh, this month, which is about. Patty seems to be averaging around that. Um, she's got. She's always up there with the uh, the highest, um, highest in the frame counts. So what's your number three? It's got to be Shermie. It is Shermie. Four out of four Chief, this week. Yeah. So sh- yep. yeah, Shermie's on a very low twenty-nine. That is. I mean, he's being used way down there. You can. You know. It's the, the long- <laughs> Shermie's long decline as a, a a character in peanuts has started already, which you know as we we spoke about was it last week or a week before that Shermie was was um was based on a, a real life friend of yes. charles Schultz's, Flep-mar. um- Sher- sherman plepler, a surname you'll never forget nope, and so nope. Snoopy yeah, so Snoopy was in fourth place um only eleven frames for Snoopy this week, but we can already see you know in a, as we've discussed already that you know snoopy is um sort of kind of growing into it you know we now know we now know his name um we know that he's got the ability to read and possibly yeah. and possibly speak Yeah. So, so yeah so while his 29 is sorry his 11 frames are um small in quantity they are heavy on no no the other way around isn't it? no no they are small on quantity they are heavy on quality yeah i think yes. this month for snoopy yeah
0: and also big stat here for you Charlie Brown's smile count fifty percent. He smiles in fifty percent of the strips that he's is, in.
1: That is in, that is incredible. What and, a uh, turn up! And I just wanted to um, one of the things I wanted to bring up about this this month, Chief, the uh, January nineteen fifty one. Yes, was I mean I I, I internally and this is um, you can you can edit this out, but I uh, I've, I've turned it um, Charlie Brown's month or Chuck's month of spunk. Um right. Chuck's month like, of spunk. I mean, how like how spunky is he in this in this month? Like how I mean, do we yeah, use that word? Feisty. Way? He feisty. is so feisty, and I think um, although we I think we've discussed um, you know quite a bit already about Chuck's um, neuroses coming through and that yeah. that sort of thing about Charlie you know Charlie Brown being the the insecure, self-loathing, depressed um, yeah. wee child. But
0: less than this I'm, month. I'm,
1: well, I'm actually starting to think that. Perhaps you know we are only on month, I think four, aren't we now? Yes. Um, I think maybe that 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 there was you know I don't think Charles Schultz had really kind of written that as Charlie Brown's dominating character yet. I don't. I'm not too sure that his his sort of kind of his nervous insecurity was his dominant um, force. Right. He, he def- he's definitely much more yeah like a tricky trickster. In yeah, especially I mean so. this this month you know Chuck's month of spunk. I've written a. Yeah um a, a list actually of just the ones you know second of january um you know the, the sort of like the way he says that he's brave um being all kind of quite confident there uh we've got third um the all-day suckers you know where he's he's telling jokes and in the end while he's in on his ass in the snow he's still smiling oh yeah yeah he's having a great time the the, the, the one about the shaving you know in fact I, you know he talks about how he i cut myself shaving and in fact you know i didn't cut myself either again smiling just like a bit of a having a play around there with patty yep. um but there's some absolute classic ones i think um you know the 10th of january when patty says in the first frame we've got patty sitting down and you can see some kind of sweat beads that are flying through the air away from her and she says boy it's hot in here um and charlie brown says are you really hot patty and patty says i'll say i am and then charlie brown <laughs> absolute classic you don't you don't look so hot to me yeah (laughs) and she's got an exclamation mark and then the last one is you see charlie brown running away smiling saying i get my laughs you know he's 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 actually playing you know comical gags on patty um i don't know whether this is because you know he as we think you know he might have a crush on her and it's kind of like that pulling of the Pulling of the pigtails sort of thing that you used to do with the girls that you had a crush on in school. But yeah, like the renting out the the shovel one.
0: Yeah, he's he's all about the gags here. But it's interesting, that one you pulled up on there, the 10th, uh, where he says, you know, it looks so hot, blah, blah, blah. But interestingly, first panel, she's sitting down like like a baby, the way she's sitting. And then also on the 20th, she starts that strip in the same way, literally sitting down, reading a book, legs straight out as only a you know a baby or a toddler does but then yeah. we see scenes of them in school or it's it's very much a. I still don't really know how old these kids are or do we believe charlie brown when he says he's four or what's actually going on here there seems to be some weird time paradox the space-time continuum has been kind of <laughs> mucked up by doc emmett brown because are they really kids there's there's four there's another there's four strips here that kind of, again, highlights the, the kids with grown-up talk. So, again, you mentioned it on the 6th of January. Charlie Brown's looking in a hand mirror. I cut myself shaving this morning. There's Patty doing the sit-down thing again. She says, I don't know that you shaved Charlie Brown. He says, well, I don't really. In fact, I didn't even cut myself either. So there's an instance of <laughs> why would a four-year-old be talking about shaving? Then we go to the 11th of January, and again, this is where they're in school. And Shermie says, I didn't do my homework. And panel two, if the teacher calls on me, I'm sunk. Why doesn't the bell ring? Panel three, it looks like Patty's my only hope. Then whispers into Patty on panel four, Psst, Patty, see if you can start a filibuster. Now, <laughs> that's quite a grown-up term for a four-year-old. And just in case people aren't aware... A filibuster is a political procedure in which one or more members of a legislative body prolong debate on proposed legislation as to delay or entirely prevent decision. Um, So that's what he's asking Patty to do. And he's four.
1: Yeah, he must be in politics class there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, So two more acts of of grown-upism. On the 19th, Charlie Brown's crying like a baby. And then in the background, Shermie says, Charlie Brown's been crying all day. And then Patty, panel two, maybe he's maladjusted. Shomi says, do you think it could be his environment? Patty says, maybe he's frustrated or inhibited. Then Shomi says, I'll ask him. And then panel four, his shoes are too tight. So they've psychoanalyzed him, you know, talking about inhibitions and maladjustment and environments. So again, more grown-up stuff going on there. And then the final one is the 29th, which is right here. So there's a tricycle. Shermie's got his hands in his pockets. Charlie Brown's behind him. Charlie Brown says, "I'm thinking of trading it in for a new model." And then Shermie says, "You should do alright in a trade-in." And then Charlie Brown says, "I kind of hate to part with it though." Panel four. It always started pretty good in cold weather. There's two <laughs> kids having this grown-up conversation about an automobile talk, which is actually a tricycle. So yeah. that's a theme that I think will continue. Has started from you know month one, and that kids being grown-ups is definitely going to continue for the 50 years
1: yeah yeah I mean it, it, I mean it is that we you know these are these are kind of yeah these are adults in in kids' bodies, really, but I think I think also from that we can draw you know a pretty hefty conclusion that also with peanuts, kids were weren't Charles Schultz's audience audience kind of target here with with peanuts, you know that the, the language of the word you know filibuster, if you were going to be a young child reading reading the funnies in in your in your paper you know you, you're not going to be you're not going to be seeing. oh filibuster i get that gag no um this isn't this isn't a, a comic strip that's, that's aimed at people who are very very young you know i didn't know what a filibuster was until i, I you know did american studies and even then yes. i didn't really didn't really understand it um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i think actually um just kind of that, that that one page with the, the filibuster where it starts I think yes, yeah, the 11th of, of January yes for me these th- this is this is like a hat-trick of, of, of brilliant these are my three favorite strips of the month back to back right here okay. it starts off with the filibuster one and then the second one is uh, this this one really made me sort of kind of kind of belly laugh really it's Charlie Brown looking um uh, looking from left to right uh, on the uh, on the first frame he says well look who's coming man's best friend. And the second frame is you see Snoopy walking along and then Charlie Brown saying, and look who's with him. And then the third frame, you see Patsy walking past as Charlie Brown says, man's biggest worry. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, what a combination. Yeah. yeah. It's really fun. And also, again, like, you know, it's the, the, these, are, these are adults here. This is an adult kind of scenario yes. right yeah. here. Um, what he's saying is it's just very, very funny. I really love that one. And then the next one is an, another one of this type of humor where it's a bit absurdist almost where um Patty is sitting on the curb Charlie says to her um you know what I'd like to be and then the second frame he says a roughneck and then the third frame he's got the he's got the frown on like he's looking tough he's got clenched his left fist. left fist clenched and he's waving it you can see the two lines there he says yes sir a regular little old roughneck and then sort of Patty's look uh, Patty's looking a little bit perplexed and then Charlie the next one chuck sat down on the, on the, on the curb and with his, his what, kind of head in his, in his, um, in his palm, and he just says, "The only trouble is I'm not strong enough." <laughs> like, I know your poor, limits, the, the poor kids. He, he yeah. dreams such a hard dream. Um, I think we've all thought, you know, we'd like to be a tough guy and then realise, you know, we're not, yeah. in, not in a tough body.
0: There's just a triple whammy of good ones. My favourite is the 20th of January, purely for panel four, and panel one. Patty has sat down. And then off in the distance, you hear someone say, hey, somebody call this dog, and she's got a question mark. Panel two, she's leaning ahead, and you hear, call him, I tell you, call him. Then panel three, still just Patty, question mark, or more words coming from off screen, somebody call this dog. And you think, what's going on here? You look at panel four, Patty's come on the scene of the crime, and why don't you call him, says Charlie Brown, because Snoopy has sat on that extra long tie. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, the any time
0: really any time the tie appears it will be my favorite strip of the month
1: <laughs> i just love the fact that he can't move yeah like, you know he's that, I mean, not like, strong he, he,
0: enough to move a little dog so you got one more uh, that you want to bring to our attention
1: yeah so yeah it's the it's the 4th of january again it's um it's not it's not a particularly funny one it's quite a quite a nice one um but it just sort of, kind of, uh, it's just sort of kind of brought back, uh, brought up a few things that I've been kind of reading about around peanuts, and um, so it's just uh, Shermy uh, and, and Charlie Brown chatting to each other. Shermy's uh, on the left of the first uh, frame. Charlie Brown's on the right. Charlie Brown says to Shermy, "My dad could never lick your dad." And then Shermie replies, "Oh, I don't know. I don't think my dad could lick anybody." And then Charlie Brown walks away with Shermie walking with him on that sort of marching style. Charlie Brown says mine neither and then in the final frame Charlie Brown says there are a couple of pretty good guys though which I, I really quite like this and it is I like it because you know some of the things I've I, 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 you know been reading about in the, um, Charlie Brown uh, sorry in the, the Charles Schultz uh, sort of biography uh, that David michaelis one is is just how much um, Charles Schultz sort of seemed to like respect his dad and I thought that was really yeah I think that's it's just quite a nice sort of kind of um, touch and reflection on that sort, sort of reality apparently um charles schultz once said that i'm i hope to be as well liked as my father um right. his dad his dad ran a, a barber shop in um in st paul's in in minnesota and apparently charlie brown would go there and it's a bit of a safe space for him and he's a bit of a kind of like knew all the regulars and that sort of thing right. okay so yeah i think there was a kind of a, a sort of like a, a real like almost idolization um of his of his father and that's which
0: the is which Kind of takes on almost a personal resonance to mm-hmm. Charles Schultz, where, like you said, you know, pe- most people might not get too much from that strip, although yeah. it's probably more funny of the context back in 1951. I, I guess than yeah. the modern-day audience, so that that might have got a chuckle back in yeah. the day, whereas it wouldn't now. But the-, the kind of ending, that payoff, is almost like a nod of of, of Charles Schultz you know in reference to is his his respect and his love of his dad uh, so which you wouldn't get without necessarily nowadays reading you know the, the biography books that you're reading so parky bringing the context to all the listeners uh, in, in 2023 well done for that i just want to point our last one here on the ninth it's another example of charlie brown potentially breaking the fourth wall and talking directly to the reader because he's in a bath he says, baths aren't so bad. Then, panel two, it's just a matter of getting used to it. Then, panel three, I really don't mind it at all because you can only see his head at this point. But panel four, <laughs> he's getting out of the bath, in all his clothes, especially when there's no water in the tub. And the, the gag's quite funny, but it was more, you know, the point that he is then clearly addressing us as the reader.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is,
0: which is uh, another interesting storytelling mechanic from Mr. Charles Schultz. But on the whole, I, I feel like that was a pretty solid month.
1: I thought it was a yeah, I, I, yeah it, just Does Charlie Brown's kind of whole attitude there really stuck out for me as yes. something? Is like you know, oh my word, he's no, he's not quite the sort of yeah, push he's over. not quite the the, the, the neurotic pushover. You know, it starts off bad for him. You know, he's 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 called fat. Um, he is he's literally <laughs> yeah. body shamed um, by two of his friends and possibly his dog, which you know, it's not a good way to start. Not only the month, but the year but yeah we see you know he, he sort of kind of comes back from that and yeah he really um yeah he really uh, he really sort of takes it there's actually one strip where you know uh, he's like kind of putting himself down and then patty gives him an almighty smack this is um on the uh, the fifth is that the fifth my eyes aren't so good the fifth of january yeah Where he calls himself like a lazy good for nothing and right. then patty gives him a good smack says you can't talk that way about charlie brown yeah, so he's got some, you know, he notices there he's got the respect and the loyalty of his of his friends. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, a good, it's a good month for Chuck. It yeah. is a
0: good month for Chuck. Will the good times continue into February? There's only one way to find out. Well, there's multiple ways to find out. But the best way to find out is to join us next week, where we tell you what we think about February. You can get on board and do your homework, because there's a new character popping up in February. I'm really excited,
1: Chief. Yeah, new character, and yeah. There's, um, I've, I've already looked ahead, and it's a good month. Yeah, of course you have. But listen, like I say, go and do your homework. <laughs> go to
0: gocomics.com slash peanuts. Use the little calendar thing there, and you'll be able to read all these strips for free. You can also, when I get around, to, oh, I've been a bit lazy, Parky. I've been trying to post them up on the Instagram account, talking... Is it talking? I don't even know what it's called. Is it talking peanuts or talking nuts? I think it's talking peanuts. Yours is talking um, peanuts too. Yeah. That's right. I've been trying to post them up, but I've been a bit lazy and I haven't got round to it. But uh, I will try harder, people. You can go over to what's the Twitter account, Parky? Let the people know.
1: At Talking Nuts. Is the Twitter handle? Managed to manage to get that one. It's quite nice. quite excited. Yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, good strong work there from parking on the admin side you can also get us <laughs> up on email we talk peanuts at gmail.com if you want to send us any messages in fact let's have a quick, quick little look at the uh let's have a quick look at the inbox now see who's in there uh people trying to promote and sell us stuff i don't want to hear from them that's fine uh, nothing from the actual listeners. be the first person be the first one to send us an email you can do it people you can do it we'll give you a shout out live on the air uh, what more do you need in your life um nothing that's what yeah nothing but listen uh like i say we're having a blast at recording this hopefully you're having a good fun listening to it as well you'll be able to catch us next time same uh peanuts time same peanuts channel Uh, and with all that said and done it's goodbye from
1: me it's goodbye from parky see you next week chief see you later buddy. Bye bye
0: good grief peanuts get on the bus these are the nuts peanuts for us peanuts get on the bus these are the nuts the peanuts for us charles schultz was a man with a vision drawing comic strips was his mission A peanuts soon became a newspaper thing so hot harder than a chicken wing it's all about little kids and the hijinks we're gonna pull back the curtain and have a glimpse so grab a drink and some chocolate, sprinkled donuts. We're gonna talk about this strip called Peanuts. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, peanuts for us, peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us and us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, peanuts for us, Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the peanuts, peanuts, peanuts for us.